Hi and welcome to Wedding Talk. This is your host, Danielle. So today for our second episode, we've got Rhiannon and she's going to talk to us about her experience planning a destination wedding. So she got married in Port Douglas in September last year, but planned the whole wedding being in Victoria. So she's got some really good insights about how she picked her vendors and how she kind of sourced people out as well as how she organized babysitting for her guests as she didn't want to have kids at the reception. Also, if you could please leave a rating or review for the podcast, I would really appreciate it. This is going to be the way to help me get the podcast into more ears and hopefully help more couples around Australia planning a wedding. So I hope you enjoy this chat with Rhiannon. Hi, Rhiannon. How are you going? Hi, Danielle. I'm good. (laughs) That's great. Thank you for joining me today. We're here to talk about you and your wedding experience. Um, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. It's one of the first ones of the podcast. Can you tell me a little bit about you and your partner? I want to know how you met, the engagement, all of those things. (laughs) Um, So I'm Rhiannon. My partner's Dale. Um, I'm a paramedic at Dale's Motor Mechanic. And the way we met was Tinder. The old swipe right. <laughs> oh, right. I feel like do actually people meet on Tinder now and actually get married? I honestly don't know. But we have been together eight years now. So um, as for the engagement, we got engaged a couple of years ago just after the COVID lockdown. So at the time we were living in Melbourne. Um, that was when they had that ring of steel. You couldn't go anywhere more than 5Ks from the house. And it was the first time we were let back down here to Torquay, which is where I grew up and where my parents live. Um, Dale picked me up from, I was actually at a hen's party, and he said, let's go to the beach, because we hadn't been for months and months. And I was like, yes, let's do it. Anyway, rocked up at my mum and dad's house, and my dad knew that he was going to be proposing to me on the beach, but no one else did. Um, So when we came, we were like, oh, we're going to go for a walk on the beach. And my mum and my sister were at the house at the time. I said, yes, let's go. We'll all join you. And my dad was actually sitting there being like, no, I'm not going. Joe, you shouldn't go either. Or you, Tanil. And they were like, no, we're all going to go. And dad was like trying to like hint, you know, like don't. Anyway, we're walking along the beach and Dale was like super quiet. And I just thought it was because he hadn't seen my family in ages. And I thought, you know, whatever. But Tanil luckily was about six months pregnant at the time. I think six or seven months. So she only got so far and was just like, yeah, I'm done. Got to go home. And then we just wandered off and... I was actually, he was walking behind me and he goes, oh, I just have a little question to ask. And I thought it was to do with about the barbecue we're having that day. And he kneeled down and proposed on the beach. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> was there like lots of people around? Did you cry? There was actually a couple that walked past and were like clapping and Dale got super embarrassed. And I was just like, oh my God, like it's happened. <laughs> like, because we'd been together, I think six years by then at that stage. So a little while. And then because everyone was coming over for a barbecue lunch at mum and dad's, because obviously we'd been let out of Melbourne, it ended up being like a little surprise, we're engaged party. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. What happened after that? How did you guys start planning the wedding? What were some of the things that you really thought you wanted to focus on first? Tell me a bit about the planning experience. Um, so I lived in Port Douglas for a few years when I was younger. And I always said when I grew up that I was going to get married on Little White Chapel on the waterfront, St. Mary's. Um, so that was the first thing that I booked. And this was, once again, just engaged just after the COVID time. So I made it a couple of years ahead because I just didn't know how it was all going to roll. Um, so booked the chapel first and then everything just kind of went from there. Yeah. And was that, so you were living in Melbourne. So was that easy to book the chapel from 
a different state? Or yeah, did yeah. They ask you to go so it was just emails, um, all emails for me, and it was really easy. And St. Mary's Chapel is a non-denominational church, so you, you can get married there um, with any kind of priest or, you know, whoever you want to marry you, you're allowed to. So it's nothing that we had to go and have chats with, you know, priests or anything like that. It was just happy days. Oh, perfect. So obviously you guys had a bit of a destination wedding. So how did you go about choosing some of your other vendors? Had you been there? Did you know people? How did, did you make those decisions? Um, so I actually had a wedding photographer that I was following on Instagram. Um, his name was Jason and the Royal Photographer is his Instagram page. And he, whenever he was doing weddings up there, would start linking. And that's just how I followed. I just followed a whole bunch of links looked at ones that I really enjoyed on his photos, like the celebrants and stuff like that, and then just kind of was going from there. And then as for like the cakes and the flowers and stuff like that, um, we were up in Port Douglas a few weeks before the wedding, and then I just went to local places and said, you know, can you do these? Oh, great. So one of the big things that I want to talk about in this podcast is going through your budget and how you kind of decided what your budget was, if you had any trouble sticking to it, how you decided to spend your money on in your budget. Are you happy to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have a budget per se, but I knew I didn't want to spend a fortune on a wedding. Um, I wanted to do things, I wouldn't say cheaply, but I definitely, I had certain things that I was like, I'm going to spend a lot of money on these things and I'm not going to spend a lot of money on other things. So for me, the, like the venue, like, obviously was my main thing, the chapel. Thankfully that was only like a $500 fee, which was quite cheap. And then the other thing that I really wanted to spend money on was a really good photographer because I said, it's the only way you're gonna remember a wedding is your photos. And that was for like a whole days of photos. He did a massive photo album. I've got heaps and heaps of photos. So they were the main big things that I really went all out on. And then everything kind of else after that was just kind of like, well, you know, where do I want to put a bit more money in? So like the reception area um, was a bit more money, but at the same time, we didn't have a sit down. We had a cocktail um, up in Port Douglas. And one of those reasons was it's just too hot. It's too hot sometimes just to sit down, be mm -hmm. sitting at tables and put yeah. like that. So this way people could wander around, go outside where it's, you know, it was cooler, sit where they, they really wanted to dance, drink, whatever they needed. Yeah, that's a great idea. And did you find that it was a bit cheaper to organize the cocktail style rather than the sit down? Definitely, definitely cheaper that way. Yeah, that's really, that's a really great idea. Um, were there any other ways that you cut things down to save money or change things around? Um, like we didn't do a lot of things in that, you know, people still do gifts at weddings. We didn't do those kind of things. I just, you know, people end up throwing those out. I don't think they're really, um, huge. Um, but I think, I think we did the, the main things, you know, like flowers and, you know, the cake and dress and all those bits and bobs. But I don't think, yeah, it was mainly all our money went on, yeah, the reception, the photographer, lots of drinks, you know, because everyone likes to drink. <laughs> Especially when it's hot, though. Yeah, really yeah. To drink. But I think everyone was just, you know, having a good time because they were also away on a holiday. So I don't think it was, everyone was super, like, relaxed. I didn't have to worry about transport because Port Douglas is like tiny so pretty much where my wedding was so like the reception and that they were across the road from each other so everyone could just walk yeah yeah that sounds really great um so you mentioned that obviously it was a holiday for a lot of people did you have much trouble getting people to want to come to a destination wedding uh I thought that 
would be an issue. But I think because our wedding was once again like two years just after COVID, no one had had holidays for years. Everyone came. <laughs> I think there was only a couple of um, aunties and uncles that were a little bit older that didn't really enjoy flying uh, that didn't come. But other than that, everyone was super keen. Yeah, that's really great. I think sometimes you get a bit nervous that no one's going to want to go away. So it's good to know that you didn't have that kind of pushback. Yeah, so Dale and I were actually thinking about eloping at the beginning. And then, you know, kind of once the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what, I actually kind of do want to have that, you know, party with everyone and that fun. Like I've been to enough weddings that I was like, you know what, this is a bit of enjoyment for me for the day. Yeah, that's so good. So tell me a little bit about decoration. So did you have to set up the chapel? Did you have to set up the venue? Where did you kind of go for inspiration or ideas? No, so uh, when I booked the chapel, they had different packages and in those packages uh, you could have like flowers, you could have all the different things kind of set up. Um, I was all about just having the chapel as it is because it's very beautiful um, with the stained glass windows and stuff like that. So I didn't want any decorations in there. So ours was just plain there. And then as for our reception place, they organized it all again. Um, so you could just pick what you wanted, you know, tablecloths, how many tables, chairs, all those kind of things. So we just had to say yes, no, what, what we wanted. And then everything else uh, got delivered. So like the cake got delivered to the reception area and all those kind of things. So you didn't have to worry. Yeah, amazing. That's really good. Um, okay, tell me a little bit about your dress. What was the dress shopping experience like? What is your dress like? Where'd you get it from? Uh, yeah, so I was a little bit surprised with the dress that I went for. So I went, uh, I went to uh, Anne the Vale in Geelong and I went to look at a specific uh, designer. Uh, and I ended up getting a completely different dress by a completely different designer. I knew I wanted something a little bit lighter because once again, I was getting married in Queensland. Um, so the weather can be a little bit temperamental, a little bit of humidity. So I didn't want lots and lots of layers. Um, but I ended up uh, just with a nice plain white dress, uh, A-line fitted, low back, nice big train. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like you hear a lot of the time people go in with one idea and they end up with something completely different. Definitely, 100%. Um, and I didn't even pick this dress. It was the, the ladies at the shop that said, hey, let's try this one on. Oh, amazing. Then, yeah, yeah. They always it. know. They do it all day. Yeah, exactly. What was the idea that you wanted originally? <laughs> uh, I wasn't like, I didn't have a real idea in my head. I was just enjoying like trying some things on and thinking. I knew I didn't want a big puffy dress because I'm short. I didn't want to look like a little marshmallow. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I didn't have a huge idea, but I just knew that I wanted straps um, because I'm a big, bu bigger busted lady. Um, and I just wanted something that was easy to wear and wasn't gonna make me sweat all day long. Yeah, amazing. Tell me a little bit about your photographer. So how did you choose Jason? Uh, just Instagram once again. So um, I'd been just following him on Instagram. This was even before um, I was engaged. I just really enjoyed his photos. Um, he was more about like the in the moment. There was nothing really posed when I looked at a lot of his photos. Um, a bit more just like darker and grittier. And I just loved it. And that's how it was. Um, he was really lovely, super easy. We just back and forth. We had a uh, like a zoom kind of you know face to face on the uh, computer a few times because obviously he lives up in Cairns we're down in Melbourne just to get a feel for all of us and he kind of just asked us what I wanted I kind of just let him because I was like you know this area a lot better uh, than I do now um, for photos and yeah that's how it rolled mm, great did you send him any inspiration photos or did he just 
go with whatever he wanted to do? Uh, he kind of just went what? He just kind of asked, was there any specific areas that I really wanted photos? Um, and he sent a little spreadsheet saying mainly for the family photos, like who I wanted to have the photos with straight up after the ceremony. Um, so I sent those off saying these are what I wanted. He had a little like timeline time frame and said, yep, this is what we can do. And then he just kind of went with it. Um, we went down onto the little beach and then had a little walk around uh, the cove, which was really nice. Yeah, beautiful. Um, okay, let's have a chat about your music choices. So how did you guys decide on those kind of really important songs? So your first dance, songs that you um, had playing during the, the ceremony. Did you guys have a DJ or did you have a Spotify playlist? What did you kind of do there? Yeah, so this was another area that we ended up saving money. We did a Spotify playlist that we just played uh, around with all just our favorite music. And then as for like our picks of songs, this was probably the hardest part for me and Dow because we have very, very different taste in music. So I have a little bit, you know, more like upbeat kind of music and my partner is more into like rock and heavy metal, Metallica, Slipknot, those kind of things. So Very fun at weddings. <laughs> yes. So trying to like pick a song that we could dance to because he hates country music. And most of your like first dance songs are kind of like those country kind of songs. So uh, thankfully we ended up going with Birds of Tokyo, two of us. So it was a little bit, you know, a little bit smoother, but a little bit more for him as well. Is that a special song for you guys or you just randomly picked it? No, that one? just randomly just picked it. We we're just listening to some nice songs. Uh, I was just going through some Spotify lists of like, you know, ceremony songs and stuff like that. Just kind of seeing what other people had done. And then that one came up and I was like, you know, kind of works really, really well. Yeah, great. We had a similar issue with my husband just has completely different taste in music. And it was just such a point of argument for us yes. all the time. Yes. So we actually, we had a song prior to uh, Birds of Tokyo and it was a country song. And Dale was saying, all right, we'll do it for you. But then, nah, he just... He couldn't do it after a while, so we ended up having to change. So, But I love the song that we picked now. Yeah, that's good. Is it a special song now? Do you listen to it and get yeah, excited? Yeah, whenever I hear it, I'm just like, it's just memories of our little first dance. And our first dance, um, it was us, and then halfway through, it went into our um, me dancing with my dad and him dancing with his mum. So oh. it was a combination song as well. That's so lovely. Did your parents know that that was what you were going to do or was it a bit of a surprise? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of, about halfway through the song, it ended with, so my dad knew he had to come out onto the dance floor and it ended with Dale spinning me out and I just kept spinning and into my dad's arms. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. That would have been so special for your dad too. Definitely was. Was there anything that surprised you about the planning process? Uh, not really. Like, once again, I think, you know, you kind of have an idea of what you want. And I think also because everything was like through emails and everything was like so far away, I organized things quite early on because everything books out in those like, uh, pub, you know, uh, holiday destination places and stuff like that. Um, what time of year did you get married? September. Yeah. So yeah. that's good. So it's kind of before it gets too hot. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, a good time of the year. Like if you're ever going to go up to those kind of areas, that's the kind of the months that you want to go just before the wet and hot humidity comes in. Yeah. Do you know if that's when their wedding season starts? 
Uh, honestly, I'm not quite sure, but I think they just have a lot throughout all the time because, you know, it's always warm up there. You just yeah. don't want to really get married in the, like, rainy season. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. That's really great, Rhiannon. Uh, we, I want to talk a little bit about the wedding day now. So tell me, how was the day? Uh, beautiful. I absolutely loved it from the beginning all the way to the end. Um, we, when we went up there, it was a big family, like obviously event as well, like a big holiday. So we got a massive house that a whole bunch of us were staying. So my parents, my sister, my cousin, my nana and poppy and my grandma and grandpa, Dale, everyone was uh, there staying. So we all got ready at the same place, just in different rooms. So that was a bit exciting. Um, but it was super cute because like the bridesmaids were going out and seeing like the groomsmen and that already and would come in and be like, oh, he looks so handsome. And, you know, just revving me up for the day and be all the beautiful tropical plants. Some of the photos were just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so did you have to start really early? Like, did you guys plan your wedding to be a little bit earlier because it was going to be hot? No. So we had a later wedding on. So we kind of started just around eight-ish. So nothing too crazy. Hair, makeup, and then some photos were taken. But most of our photos were after the um, ceremony. So we didn't have to worry about getting up too early. Yeah, great. Okay, so talk to me about your vendors. Uh, did you have a favorite vendor? Was there anyone that you were really surprised about? All of those kind of things. Uh, yeah, so our celebrant absolutely loved Tammy. She was incredible. Uh, the way she spoke and the way, like, obviously prior to this, she made us fill out lots of, like, questionnaires and stuff about ourselves and that. Um, and she even helped us with, because we did personal veils, she even helped us out with that, especially Dale, because Dale uh, gets a little bit nervy about, you know, things he's going to say. Like, he has it in his head, but then he just doesn't know how to, like, word it out properly. Um, she was incredible and obviously it was a little bit nervy because you know you're booking these people without actually like fully meeting them because you're just emailing them or you might even be having a little FaceTime but you're not really getting that like vibe of like you know when you meet them face to face being like oh is this going to work or not so we didn't end up meeting her until on the day so she obviously oh the day before actually she came and met us the day before just to go over how the day was going to run um and thankfully like she just meshed really well with us like it was incredible oh that's so important the celebrant plays such as like plays such a big role in your day and the feel for your ceremony oh yeah huge absolutely huge and then like honestly i couldn't fault any of our vendors our reception place was at salsa bar and grill um and they were absolutely amazing as well um and all the feedback from like family and friends that were there saying like they've never been to a reception that was so well done um, as soon as you were like almost finishing a drink, they were there like being like, Hey, want some more? Like, here's some food. You know, they were going above and beyond. So they were awesome. My flowers were absolutely beautiful uh, and exactly how I kind of wanted them. Like I let them have free range, just kind of gave them some colors and some inspiration and said, you know, go for it. And everything just turned out like incredible. Yeah. That's so amazing. It sounds great. Tell me about some of the nitty gritty bits. Did anything go wrong during the day? Uh, not really. The only issue for me is that at the at our wedding, I was four months pregnant. And so prior to obviously this, I had my wedding dress fitted before I was pregnant. So on the day, it was just a little bit slightly tighter than it probably would have been had I not been pregnant. It wasn't a bad thing, like you couldn't notice or anything like that. 
Um, but that was probably the only thing that I was just like, oh no, <laughs> please zip up. <laughs> oh no, that's a fr- that's like, you know, so scary. Yeah, yeah. Did but you like keep trying it on like every week before you went? No, I, I didn't even. I was just like, nah, it's going to fit. It'll be right. I just had it in my head. I was just like, it's my first baby. I'm not going to have that much of a belly. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so brave. <laughs> we got married after having our baby and I didn't realize how much everything expanded and my wedding dress didn't fit my ribs anymore. Yes. So I had to get that all brought out. So yes. you are so lucky that oh, you Oh, hips and shoulders are just like so much wider than before. Oh my goodness. Any regrets from the day? No, nothing except the only bum thing for me was that halfway through my wedding reception, I had to leave because my morning sickness became nighttime sickness. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, So, but thankfully everything had been done by then. We'd had our first dance, we'd done our speeches, we'd cut the cake, like I'd be mingling for a bit um, before. I think it was just, it was a big day. It was hot weather. Like, I think it was just at that point that my body's just like, well, you're growing human. You need to go to bed. (laughs) You're done. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Were you okay with leaving or was that? Yeah, like it didn't it didn't bother me because once again, everyone was up there for a holiday. Everyone was up for a few more days. Like it wasn't like I wasn't going to see anyone again. So, you know, it was a bum, but it, I was just like, you know what? I'm, I can't even be drinking alcohol here at my own reception. <laughs> all the money you've spent. <laughs> yeah, I know. All, all this grog. And I was just like, you know what, the reception, uh, everyone was just having too much fun. And Dale stayed, like he just went absolutely nuts because he's just like, oh, I'm married, but now I'm single again because my wife's gone home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Did everyone know you were pregnant? So we announced it at the wedding. So as a part of our speech to everyone, um, it was a combined speech with me and Dale. Um, And the way that we ended it was Dale, like obviously we're thanking everyone and stuff like that and talking to each other. But at the end, Dale was um, super excited about, he he wanted to say, he wanted to let everyone know. And it just went with, you know, um, we're super excited to see what our future is going to be like, you know, as husband and wife, you know, uh, ongoing. Um, and then Dale was like, you know, next year's probably going to be a lot of dirty nappies and sleepless nights because we're having a baby. And then everyone just went nuts. <laughs> oh, chills. Yeah. Chills. That's so amazing. Yeah. That it was, it was so a special. nice way to like tell everyone, I think. Okay. What was your favorite part of the day? Uh, definitely the ceremony. And I think seeing Dale standing at the end of the altar for the first time, um, just all dressed up and just the smile. I think it was just the fact that, wow, we're actually here and getting married. Like all this accumulation of organizing and preparing and it's finally here. Yeah, that's good. Did you get any, um, oh, what do they call it? Like de- wedding depression in the next few days? No, like I think because we were still on like a holiday as well. Um, so we're all still surrounded by family and everyone was going crazy. And then we went straight from our... Um, holiday like up there with everyone to our honeymoon which was even better Um, and then once again and also because I was pregnant and then so whilst on our honeymoon um, it was the first time I actually felt the baby kick so oh that's the cutest thing (laughs) so it was all it was all a little bit going from one thing to other we did everything at once but it was it was pretty incredible so one of the big things that I want to focus on is this wedding is talk about a little some of the little things that you might not think about in the pre- planning process, but ways that you might um, help the other people. So you mentioned that your sister was pregnant when you guys got engaged. So obviously you've got a little niece or nephew there. 
did you guys have kids at the wedding or how did you kind of incorporate that? Yeah, so it was another hard one because obviously we're having a destination wedding. Um, so I kind of, I left it open for people that were coming up to say, hey, if you want to come up with your kids, you're more than welcome to come up with your kids. You know, it's a holiday for you guys. Like if you want to have a family one, go for it. Um, I didn't want uh, kids at like the reception stuff, mainly just because it was like a bit more of a safety issue kind of a thing. Uh, the main place that we're on is on one of the main uh, Port Douglas roads, which then back straight onto the beach where there's then is a croc infested, you know, water. So big <laughs> place for kids to have. Yeah, out. exactly. So I did have my um, little nephew and my little niece at the ceremony as my flower girl and my page boy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And then because we actually lived up in Port Douglas, we had obviously people up there that we knew. So one of the ladies named Haley actually stayed at our place that we were staying. And um, after the ceremony, the kids got dropped back off and she babysat while everyone went nuts. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's really great. That makes it really easy for some of the parents that might be worried about how to, who's going to look after their kid or is it a trusted person? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she was fantastic. And obviously we knew Haley, so, you know, it wasn't like we were just randomly leaving it with them. Um, a lot of people that came up, came up with like grandparents as well, because they were all like, Ooh, let's just make this a big family holiday. Um, so their kids got looked after that way. But then a lot of the massive resorts up there that uh, you can stay at do really good babysitting services. Yeah, that's really good to know. Did you have any special elements or tributes or anything during your wedding? No, aside from obviously our announcement of um, having the baby, that was uh, the big, you know, main thing for us. It was like um, I wore the same earrings my sister wore to her wedding and they were our mum's earrings. So they were a little bit uh, close and cute. But other than that, no, like we didn't do anything too crazy. We had the daddy-daughter dance and the, you know, mother and son dance and they were the main things. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, just to finish up for today, do you have any advice for future planners? Yeah, I think just keep an open mind. So I, you know, obviously a lot of people have a budget and then, you know, there's a good thing sticking to those budgets. But I think you just got to be aware that, things change um you know you may not want this you know one day and don't just get so into the numbers and don't get so into like you know making sure that the wedding is for everyone else the wedding should just be for you too and who cares about everyone else we had a cocktail and I was like you know what this is the food that I want to eat so this is the food I'm picking and these are the drinks that I want to drink so even though I couldn't drink them so this is what we're doing and I'm having it up in Port Douglas and it was it wasn't like a you had to come it was like if you want to come you come you know um I just left it open like, you know, you can have your kids there if you want. I'm not phased, but I think you just got to relax and enjoy it because when it comes, it goes so quick. And before you know it, it's over. It's done that one day that you've been stressing and planning and it could be years that you're planning ahead. It comes, it goes. It's just another day. But at the end of it, you know, you get yourself a husband or a wife and that's the main thing. Yeah, great. That's amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on and helping me. Like I said, this is the first episode, so I was a little bit nervous, but you were amazing and so helpful. Oh, no, thanks. I'm glad I could help out. <laughs> thank you. A huge thank you to Rhiannon for her time today. I really loved listening to how she planned a wedding from so far away and how much faith she put in her vendors from just meeting them over a phone call or following them online. 
I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you are a past bride or groom or know somebody who has had an epic wedding story, please get in touch with your story. You can DM me on Instagram at weddingtalk.podcast or email at hello at weddingtalkpodcast.com. I'm really excited to chat to more people and hear more epic love stories. And I just think that it's so much fun and this will be such a big resource for so many people. Thank you. Bye.